Welcome to Homeschool Your Way, the upbeat, open-minded podcast that informs and affirms your choices about your kids' education. We'll provide a buffet of ideas to inspire you to homeschool your way, because your way is the best way. All of the content on the Homeschool Your Way podcast is provided for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical or legal advice. The views expressed by the hosts or guests of the show are not necessarily endorsed by Bookshark. Welcome to Homeschool Your Way. I'm your host, Jana Cook, and Bookshark's community manager. Today, I am joined by Mindy Njimo. She believes in unique education for every student. As a former teacher, administrator, a corporate training manager, and a founder of schools, a book author, and the developer of some curricula, she now empowers homeschool moms through Homeschool Moms Academy for Tailored Effective Learning. Our topic today is going to be about understanding your child's unique personality and how that can help you parent in a very unique way, but also help your homeschool. And maybe you'll get some answers as to why you butt heads with that certain child of yours. Mendy, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's so exciting. And this is actually one of my favorite, favorite things to talk about. So I'm just so thrilled and grateful to be here and to talk about this today. I feel like there are so many different avenues these days to figure out personalities. Yeah. We have numbers, we have colors, we have acronyms, and it can kind of get a little overwhelming. I keep hearing this term about like decision fatigue. As a parent, there's so much going on. If you add homeschool on top of that, the last thing I feel like I want to do is read another book about another thing about my kid. But you and I both know that understanding a child's personality, what motivates them, how they work together in the family and independently can really enhance not only your family dynamic, but also their homeschool journey. But before we get into any of that, I would just love for you to kind of tell our listeners where your journey has taken you to get to this point. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so when... I have five children of my own. And when I was raising my children and I did homeschool, but when I was raising my children, I was also working as a teacher. I had come across this journey of finding all these personality assessments, but none of them actually fit my child. Like they were for the mom, but I didn't find anything really just like focused on children. And so that's where this need to develop this assessment came in, which really just focuses on children. So I just want to talk a little bit about, I've kind of studied many, many personality assessments, you name it, I've probably looked at it and I did do all the colors and numbers and this and that, and really boiled it down to just basic four basic personality types that kind of hit on certain uh, types of individuals and their learning styles. So I am so happy to talk about those because I probably had each of those as a child. So uh, the first one is the lion. This is what I named the leader personality. This is the person who's dominant. They're analytical. They're a visionary. They're energetic. They're consistent. They're constantly expressing um, themselves and thinking outside the box. So they might be the one that's taking charge of your family. They're outgoing and they're super confident about their abilities. They have no problem telling you what they are thinking. 
So they're very self-assured and they take on challenges. So if you have a child who's like bold and they may even launch their own initiatives, uh, they typically end up as like corporate CEOs or they um, are very fearless. I actually had one of these children, uh, you know, and I was constantly on guard because this child was so fearless. I never knew what he was going to do next. And so um, and they're also tenacious. And like I say, they also become entrepreneurs. So the lion dominant um, personality is a fun one. But as a mom, it might be a little bit of challenging for you. And we'll talk about maybe some scenarios of a little bit about how mom and a lion can interact. But I want to go on and explain the rest of personalities first. So um, uh, I have to tell you one story about my lion. I got a phone call one day and uh, she said, hello. And I said, yes. And um, this is uh, so-and-so's teacher. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, could you come in for a conference? I was like, yeah, sure. So I go in for the conference and we're talking and she says, well, you know, um, she's a really great child, but the only problem is she wants to take over my classroom. And this was as a kindergartner. And I was like, oh my goodness. Um, so that's the child who constantly wants to be in charge and take over. So you might feel like you are just like battling that. So we'll talk about that maybe in a minute. Um, so the second personality type that I kind of talk about is the horse. This is what I've labeled it. When I think about a horse, it's like, uh, you know, I thought about the circus and they're flamboyant. They do all these tricks. And these are children or adults who have this flamboyant um, personality. And actually, I'm a horse because they turn out to be like teachers or um, actresses or salesmen. Like they have this great personality who just loves everybody and loves life. And they're focused, this personality, even though like they like tend to talk all the time, um, they are focused, they're very energetic, they're consistent, expressive. So you see how I'm talking with my hands all the time. They're super expressive and uh, they're very outgoing. So everyone's their friend that can talk to anybody about anything and they can talk for a long, a long time. So that's one of the challenges with the horses. Um, they usually have a great vision. Um, and they're very optimistic, life of the party. If you've ever seen an individual that you love being in the room with, they're most likely a horse. Um, if you're raising a teenager that's a horse, you know, really great job for them is waiting tables. They'll probably make really big tips because the individuals will actually love them because of their dynamic personality. And they're usually very goal-oriented. Um, confident, warm, friendly, expressive, strong, colorful. I love this personality, obviously, because um, that's what I am. So I tend to gravitate towards horses because they're just like flamboyant like me. But their overview in life is really to like, um, have such a positive attitude, like everything's coming up roses. So it's definitely a cup is full personality. Um, so it's a fun personality. If you have a child who's a horse, probably if you go to team sports or whatever, everybody's going to love your child because they're so outgoing, warm, and just love everybody. And so that's the fun. I actually have one of those as my children too. 
and uh, she's an adult now. And her husband says, yeah, when she walks in the room, like everybody just, she goes to the gym and she has her own little clan of people who just gravitate towards her just because that's her personality. So it's so much fun. Um, and then uh, the third personality I want to talk about that I kind of put a name to is an elephant. And I went with animals simply because children relate to animals and kind of put some characteristics around one of those. So this one is an elephant. So the elephant is very wise. They're very logical, systematic. Um, they're very conscientious. They're uh, quiet. But yet they're the person that you can talk to that doesn't make any judgments on you. They're detail oriented and usually they are perfectionists. And I've had some of these children in my classroom before. These are the ones who want to make sure that everything is perfect. And this can be somewhat of a hard personality to deal with. This is the child who's like trying to make the perfect letter and then falls down the floor and I can't do it perfect, right? So that child can also be very challenging. So understanding how to deal with the perfectionist piece of this and being super detail-oriented is super important as a mom, just understanding this is what's driving them internally. But they have these super great gifts of solving problems. Um, you know, one of the biggest initiatives in education right now is problem-based learning. And uh, we actually use it in medical schools nowadays as problem-based learning. We give you the case of what the patient might have, and then you solve it based on the problem. And a lot of these elephants turn out to be doctors. Like, obviously, you would want a perfectionist as a surgeon, right, working on you, not me as a horse because I do not have that detail oriented, but you definitely would want your elephant to be perfectionist, detail oriented if they are slicing you open to do something. So that is actually the elephant has uh, that personality, they're problem-based, they love to figure it out and they're perfectionist. So we see a lot of individuals in the medical field with this particular type of personality. And uh, I have one of these children too. And one day I was, um, you know me, I am a horse, so it's all about get it done quick, like let's go on with life and be happy, right? So I have uh, one day, uh, my four-year-old son came into the room and he was like, what are you doing? I'm just like folding laundry, right? I'm just like folding it up and away, folding up. And he came and he like took that shirt out, a four-year-old now, spread it all out one arm over like I myself had never folded a shirt so perfectly in my entire life and I was like oh my gosh like it was my realization that there is a personality out there that is super detail oriented and can do amazing things so <laughs> that was so fun and I learned so many things just from that particular child being so detail oriented and my last one is the lamb. Now, I didn't have any lambs as children, but they are super friendly. These are the type of individuals I love as my best friends. And uh, they're usually very friendly and uh, very loyal. They're calm. They're predictable. Um, they usually love to be super helpful and they always have a listening ear for you. 
Um, so I say Mother Teresa is your perfect lamb. She like, they also have this strong empathy and desire to help other people. They're the individuals that are going to save the world, feed the hungry, save, um, help everyone have a better life. They love harmony. Um, if you have a lamb in your household, you are so lucky because the lamb is the one who can bring harmony in a contentious situation, like whatever. They just want everyone to get along. So they come and try to help everyone figure it out. So everybody's just going along in harmony. They don't like conflict. Um, so they're constantly... Um, helping each other find their best place in them. They love a quiet space to work. And also I find that this particular personality is super creative. Um, usually they're very artistic. Um, they love fine arts. Uh, they love uh, any type of photography. Uh, they have somewhat of a detail, especially if they have a, a elephant working with a lamb within them. Uh, they really can do such an amazing job as like a freelance artist, um, social workers, like anybody who just, I had a lady one time and she worked for me and she was a lamb and uh, she just thought so differently. Like I saw the world differently from her saying, well, what about, what does the actual student think? So coming from that empathetic perspective is such a gift to the world and so, um, it's such a beautiful personality, but I do want to say that, you know, I have done this test, destiny assessment, hundreds of times, and I've never seen anybody come up 100% lion or 100% lamb or 100% horse. Like there's always some kind of mixture in there. Now I have given it several times and I've seen like three personalities and not four. Like I've seen a very strong lion with some elephant teeny tiny bit of horse and no lamb. So um, there's always mixtures in every level. And I think that's what makes us unique creations, which again is um, part of just what I believe is that every child is so unique. You know, I taught school for years. I was a principal and I never saw two children the same. And so just trying to understand what's going on in there and then tailoring their environment, their home environment, their learning environment to bring out those crafts, those skills, those personality things that are driving them is so important to helping them feel successful. So it's just a little bit about the personality types and I just absolutely have loved developing this. I love hearing about what you have developed and thinking about my own, own children as you're describing each of the personalities and knowing that, you know, I have children that are a compilation of different personalities. And what I think sometimes as a parent, especially a homeschool parent, when we feel like we're responsible for so many things about our children and our family, our finances, what we're going to eat for dinner every single night of the year. <laughs> and you think about, you know, you have these children and Sometimes you just need them to do what they need to do. You you don't have, you know, you're talking about individualized learning and, and home environment. And I think I immediately get overwhelmed. I'm like, I just don't have the time or the energy to put into figuring out what little Susie needs when I've got 
you know, a lion in Jimmy and Jimmy really is taking over and I'm, I'm trying to back him down and pull her up. And so I think the first step is just understanding that we all have a different personality and it doesn't mean we have to drop everything that we're doing and, and recreate the wheel. It just means awareness is like the biggest hurdle. I think that I have found in parenting and knowing that I have a perfectionist and I am a perfectionist in totally different ways. Right. And so that's the other thing about like, you have like a certain personality type, but then you have life experiences that have molded or shaved away parts of the personality because you have maturity and all of these things. And so my perfectionism is totally different from my daughter's, but taking this assessment for a child and knowing like, okay, she's a perfectionist. So I can't tell her, okay, just get it done. It doesn't matter how it looks. That's not going to work for her. And that's why there probably is the breakdown. And now I'm frustrated and now we're late to the next thing. But understanding this, I can then know, okay, she needs at least this amount of time or, or a timer set that when the timer goes off, she can come back to it, but we have to be done by them. I mean, there's just so many ways that this can enhance the homeschool journey for parents to really mitigate some behavioral issues because we are taking the time to understand why that child is behaving that way. I didn't yeah. behave that way. I could care less if my letters weren't perfect. It's like, I did the work. Let's move on. Right. It's so true. And, you know, I had one of those perfectionist elephants, very detail oriented. And I was amazed at how long she would sit at the table and just be satisfied and do her work and um sat, would sit there for hours and just work on this um, trait of being perfect. Like it was amazing to me. So we, as we think about like what's going on inside of them, it helps us realize like, um, what do they need? Just like you said, she needed that time just to sit there to make it perfect in her mind, to do the details in her mind. But you're right. I had to set the timer because we had to move on at some point in time. And she is in the medical field and very detail oriented. Nowadays, she's a cardiac perfusionist and she actually like runs the machines uh, when you take the heart out to do heart surgery. So yes, you know what? She needed those skills and understanding that and trying to facilitate that was so important. So did someone say a free unit study? Oh yeah. Many listeners already have a Bookshark unit study, but there's a new one for 2022 and it's all about weather. So head to bookshark.com slash freebies. From there, you'll find the new weather unit study and the older ones like Volcanoes, the American Constitution, and Walt Disney. This new weather unit study is a no risk way to try out the Bookshark way of learning, reading a great book, discussing it, and doing hands-on activities. This one two weeks long, well, two weeks in bookshark time, which really means two four-day weeks. So it's an eight-day study. Bookshark curriculum is always scheduled for a four-day week. One mom says it's like having a long weekend all year long. Back to the unit study. It's designed for ages seven to 12 and is jam-packed with science, hands-on exploration, centered on the various phenomena of weather. Learn what causes weather and the four seasons. 
Create a plan for dealing with dangerous weather events. Experiment with evaporation, condensation, and atmospheric pressure so these concepts really stick. Learn how to distinguish sleet from hail and the scientific name of cloud forms. Identify the regions where tornadoes are most common and so much more. Visit bookshark.com slash freebies to get yours. To do a unit study fully, you will need the book, What Makes a Tornado Twist and Other Questions About Weather. But you can easily find this at your public library if you don't opt to buy it directly from Bookshark. Head to bookshark.com slash freebies to get your free weather unit study now. Maybe I didn't build enough t- enough cushion or margin into my day. And so when I ran up against these things that they just dug their heels in and they were like, for, you know, it's not done right. Or, or I needed more time to prepare for this next adventure that you're throwing at me because I have one that just really would prefer not to be adventurous at all. And right. that does not work for me. I I am adventurous and I want to, I want to live life and I want to do everything we can. And I want to squeeze everything out of every minute. And I'm married to a personality that that just doesn't work for him. Yeah. And so I think that another part of understanding our children's personality, our own personalities, our spouse's personalities is knowing that there is like give and take. So when I have my daughter, when I noticed that she was like a perfectionist and I, and I kind of remember her teacher sending stuff home when she was, before she was homeschooling saying, you know, she doesn't get it done because it's not perfect. So then it's like, okay, but life is sometimes you have to get it done and there yeah. is no perfect in this life. So yeah. it, it's, it's taking their gifts, but also molding it to say, you're going to have to be okay with with it being 99% sometimes, you know, and with the unadventurous child, it's like, we have got to find out a system because I can't leave you at home when I want to go do all the adventures. And I do feel like it's going to enhance your life. Even with my husband to this day, I'm like, I know you don't want to do it. I'm starting to count down at six months. I'm going to keep giving you the details because I need you to get comfortable before we actually take the journey. And it's Mm -hmm. like, but it's knowing those little things because otherwise we get so frustrated because people aren't like us. And I think it kind of is magnified in homeschool because not only does the parent have this responsibility, but we almost always put this undue burden of proving it to the world. So now if I can't get my five-year-old to have good penmanship, somehow I've made the wrong decision and I'm a horrible homeschool parent. Yeah, that's so true. And what you're talking about is just really such an important life skill overall. I love how you talk about my husband is not like me at all either. He is a lion perfectionist. And so he runs his own business and he has that detail oriented. So we are coming. I'm like you. I'm the adventurer. Like, get out of my way. I don't want to think about details. So it is such a life learning. So the more we can help our children understand that, like all around us are different personalities. So even educating our children on, okay, you may be a lion elephant for the majority, but I'm a horse lamb. So how are we going to get along? Having those conversations, realizing here's the characteristics that turn me on and make me happy, but here's what drives your boat. Okay, so now we know that, but now we've got to come together in partnership and make this family work. And 
boy, it can be really challenging, right? So, and you're right, the value, the worth that we feel ourselves as a homeschool mom, sometimes really it, that it's driven by that me making it all work and so that they find their success or their happiness. Um, so I think we need to give all parents permission to understand that you you don't need to hold that onto that burden. You yeah. know, like it, just knowing better and doing better is the goal every day. And so helping to understand your child's personality, I think of my, my one, I call her my treasure and um, not the kind of treasure you want to hunt for sometimes. And, <laughs> and the, the budding of the heads because her mind works so differently than mine. She yeah. is creative and introspective and I mean, she just, she's a person of very few words and I'm like, just vomit all the words out and we'll sort through it and we'll figure out what you're trying to say, but I, I can't get in your head. Let me in. And, you know, she's like, I don't want your crazy in my head. And, right. and it's like this constant, you know, um, butting of the heads, but it doesn't have to be as hard as we make it sometimes, because if we yeah. do understand what makes them tick and how, you know, before I used to think, especially when my kids were little, I was being permissive. It was permissive parenting. If I kind of allowed them to be them and not to follow every instruction that I gave them immediately and, and just be obedient. And why are you being defiant? And it really wasn't even about that. It was really, they couldn't do what I was asking them to do because I wasn't giving them enough freedom to do it in the way that they needed to do it. Yeah, that's a beautiful statement and so true. And I think what we find or what I found is that, you know, uh, allowing that your child finds their way almost automatically. Like the things that I found is I would do all these personality assessments on my children, but lo and behold, they found their success themselves. Like if I had been like at first, I was just like super intense, like I got to do this all and make it all happen perfectly. And then Towards the end, I was like, okay, you got this. It, they somehow figure it out because I really do believe the gift that is inside of us will come out, like you say, uh, just giving them permission to be who they are. So I think originally when I started studying personalities, I, I was like, oh, I just I just want to know how I can be better and and how can I interact better with people because I love people and I want to understand people. And then I became a parent and I refused to look at my child as a person I was trying to understand, which is so counterintuitive. I am not sure where it got mixed up for me. And then, you know, to know that really I studied personalities so that I could help my children become who they were meant to be yes, and not, not compliant, not, not trying to manipulate them to be like right. me, because I am very convinced that there's enough with just one in our household in this world. But I think a lot of times with parents, especially when you're together homeschooling and you're in close quarters and you're, especially when you're new to it. And so you're not familiar with spending so much time with your children or seeing how they yeah. accomplish a task. And all of a sudden it's like, you're doing it. That, that's not how you're supposed to do it because we just think, well, we should know better. Right. And sometimes they actually do know better for themselves, the way yeah. that, that they can accomplish things. And we kind of yeah. have to get out of our own way. And I don't like that, Mindy. I don't yeah. like that at all. 
You know, that is such a great point because I will have to say, you know, I work with homeschool moms trying to help them develop curriculum for their children to find the best style of learning that fits for them. And I have to say, that's like one of the biggest challenges for moms is there is this clashing, this butting of heads where you're, I want you to do it, but you know what? That child does intuitively somehow know what works best for them and they can find their way. Um, so it's hard to do that as a mom, though, because you've got all these responsibilities, all these things going on, you've got to manipulate and manage and control, you feel like, um, but it is such a gift that um, something I, I try to help moms do is really just um, relax, um, try to let them drive some of the learning process. I think there's a balance there, obviously, but allowing them to really find and determine who they are. So it's it's a it's an amazing adventure to watch. That's for sure. It's definitely a journey, and yes. <laughs> uh, now going into eight years of being, I, I now see myself more as a facilitator of their learning than the teacher or the instructor yeah. of their learning. And one of the things that I like to tell my kids, regardless if it's education or life or or chores, I'm going to let you do it your way. And if your way doesn't work, then we're going to do it my way. Because <laughs> I have a set way and it works for me. I would prefer you to do it my way because I know the guaranteed outcome, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take a back seat and give you this opportunity. And then... My family will tell you, I, well, they say that I'm a know-it-all. I actually have a t-shirt that says, I may be wrong, but I doubt it. <laughs> and they hate when I wear it. And I'm like, it's not my fault that I'm usually not wrong, but don't be haters. Um, but it, but it's really then for my personality to not come in and bulldoze and be like, yeah. see, I told you that way wasn't going to work. My way was guaranteed. You didn't listen to me. It's like, I've had to retrain myself and be like, okay that didn't work and, and refrain from saying, I knew it wasn't going to. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things about homeschooling. It really just, for me anyways, has really mirrored the, the kind of deficit and in, in negative personality traits that I've held on to over the years. It, it, it's allowed me to give opportunity, my children to give me criticism in a healthy, respectful way and go, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. You, yeah. you are allowed to be you. And I don't know that I ever knew that. I just thought I was supposed to raise kids and they were just supposed to turn out good. And it's like this whole, it was like you start and then you finish. And the kind of the in-between was a mystery. Yeah. And I love opportunities like this to talk about, to kind of take some of that mystery away for parents and homeschool families and go, okay, you know what? I understand that the curriculum says that this is how it's set up, but if you find that it works better a different way, that's okay too. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I have to say that's one of my biggest takeaways as well, because I did that too, like being a teacher, especially, you know, as a teacher before I had kids. And so I knew how to teach learning. I knew how to make sure they knew what they needed to know. But I, um, after my second child, like he taught me so many things and I realized if I would just back off, he found his way more successfully than doing it my way, so to speak. And that was a huge learning lesson for me because I thought, wow, 
There's something in them that drives their success, regardless of who I am and how I might be forcing it down their throats, right? Like that was, um, you know, I feel like we make mistakes with all of our children, like the firstborn, you're like, Charlie, you're not perfect. And that doesn't work. And the secondborn, like they do this. But um, it's like these mistakes all along the way. And um, the grace is that they find their way, regardless of like how we're trying to make it happen for them. So that's been the one of the biggest ahas for me as well, just as you've talked about. So. So speaking to homeschool families and saying that, okay, you let's say uh, for the four personalities, you have to you have to get a task done. So can you kind of just give us a quick example of just a good way to kind of facilitate that with each of the personalities? Because it's going to look a little different. Absolutely. Um, so let's start with the lion. You've got to get a task done. Now, of course, the lion is the dominant one. So they're going to want to come in, take control and get it done for the family. I actually have a family that I work with right now and they have a lion who wants to be in charge, gets it all done, takes the mom's phone, facilitates the whole thing. And uh, the mom is a lamb. So she's kind of like, whoa, what's happening here? You know, so uh, the lion, you've got to realize if you're trying to, and this was, uh, let's just take uh, facilitate getting um, everyone to the soccer field to play soccer on a certain day. Um, the lion child is going to help you get that done. And if you're a mom who's a lion with a lion, you guys are going to be going like this, right? So um, realizing your child is trying to come into that vision, that um, leader responsibility is really hard as a mom, especially if you're a lion and they're a lion. So, um, but trying to realize, you know what, this child has leadership potential in him. So let me try to do this a little bit differently. Let me allow him to facilitate this. But as you've said before, if I see any little quirks that aren't going to go quite right, I'm going to step in and help facilitate that to help him get it done, right? So looking, allowing the leadership to come out um, without trying to just like smash the whole situation is a challenge. So let's talk about an elephant. So your elephant is your perfectionist. Um, they're the detailed ones that has to have everything perfect. So we're talking about the shoes have to be tied the right perfect way. They have to be the right color. The outfit might be perfect, but you're on a time schedule trying to get out the door, right? So the perfectionist is really slowing you down because they can't get out the door. Not only that, but perfect, the elephant trait doesn't really have a time parameter. Like they don't think in terms of time. They think in terms of, I gotta be perfect when I get there, right? So they don't even have that time parameter. So as a mom, uh, as a family, you're trying to facilitate the whole thing. So uh, one recommendation I say up front is like, think about these things ahead of time. Maybe have the whole outfit planned, have the details planned. They like to know the details. Um, having all the preset bags in place to go out the door. So preparation for that is like so important with an elephant, just because the details 
Uh, they're not about the time and getting anywhere on time. They're about the details and how I'm going to look and be and my um, am I going to be perfect when I get there? So it's a little bit different scenario. So approaching that differently is a very big thing. And preparation is a part of that. Now, the horse, I feel like the horse is the cheerleader. Come on, let's go. That's why I say I love horses in my family because they are like easy going, cheer us on. Let's get ever. So this child is good for any elephant or lion. Just come on, let's go. We're trying to get it done. Like, let's go. That's your cheerleader child trying to help facilitate the family to get to the field and to be happy while doing it. Everything, like I said, is coming up roses. Don't worry about it. So this child is good in, in uh, combination with an elephant who's struggling with the details, struggling with the perfection. But you, if you've got um, a horse coming in saying, don't worry about it, come on, we can do this. It's a great complimentary um, action. And even you as a mom can kind of take that, knowing those personality types to be calm, step into the cheerleader role instead of um, just focusing on those details. And of course, the last one is our lamb. And this is the one that doesn't talk much. Um, but they're just very congenial. They're just very trying to make the world a better place. They're very empathetic. Like they might just be thinking about how I can help make Sally's life better. You know, at a birthday party, they may not be concerned about anything else except making it a great day for Sally. Like having, making sure that she has, like they're so selfless and giving. And that might actually become a weakness if you're thinking they give all the time. They're only concerned about others, never concerned about themselves. Um, you know, you may see that as a weakness and might try to switch that in them. But this individual is usually is a very strong, silent type, and they're very strong and driven. Uh, so allowing them to understand that, um, hey, we're going to get to the field and our focus is actually playing soccer. But for that child, it may actually be making sure that John has a great day or making sure like the way that they drive the family is very on strong, silent focused on caring for others. So it's an amazing combination. So as a mom, just realizing and understand kind of the dynamics that are going on, because your husband may be a whole different thing altogether. So trying to meld all those together can be quite a challenge, but just understanding and awareness, I think is half the battle. When you said that a mom might have to step in and become another personality to help alleviate whether it's stress or, or some of that, I just, that was like a light bulb for me because you might not have a lamb in your family that can kind of help soften a lion and, and you might be a lion and your all three children might be a lion. And as the adult, it's our responsibility then to kind of take on a different role so that we can help them become all that they can be. And we could talk for hours about yeah. this very thing. I mean, this is an endless topic and I'm so grateful that we had this time to be able to discuss some of it. Now, as a hack, you actually have a link that parents can go to and take this assessment, either have their child take it or take it for their child. So where can our listeners find that? 
Yeah, actually, um, Dr. D-R Mendy, M-E-N-D-Y, last name so hard, sorry about that, I-N-G-I-A-I-M-O, drmendyangimo.com. You can go there to my website and the assessment is there. Um, you can take it. I would love for you to take it. I've had um, early 20s take it. I've had teenagers take it. And it's all about self-awareness. It's a 10-question assessment. Uh, thinking about like how you operated as a child or if you're a mom taking it for your child Say your child's too young, then you're taking it from the child's perspective, just looking at your child and how the um, characteristics within them are working. So uh, 10 questions takes like maybe a minute and a half, but you come out with some really good um, awareness of their personality. And before we go, why don't you tell our listeners about the book that you wrote as a companion to your personalities? Yeah, absolutely. So I did write a book. Uh, a children's book, actually. And uh, in the book, there are four friends that are working together. And it's each one of these personality profiles. It's the lion, the horse, the elephant, and the lamb. And each one, I feel like in life, all of us have strengths. And so each one brings their strength to the table when they're combating a problem in their community. So uh, we look at the different strengths of the lion. We look at the strengths of the horse and what they bring to the table and what makes them happy and a good contributor to the, to the group. We bring in the elephant and the lamb and how each of those personalities is a benefit in our community and the strength that they bring. I think that's so vital for each of us to know is how do I contribute? How do I add to this party? How do I make um, people around me find their strengths and work together as a team. So the book teaches that from a children's perspective to know you are a unique creation. Here are the gifts that are inside of you. Here's how you bring them out for the good of the community. And can our listeners find that book on that same website that you mentioned? Uh, yes. And also it's on Amazon. And what's the title? Again, it's the lion, the elephant, the horse, and the lamb. Okay. So we'll have all of those, uh, in all that information in our show notes for our listeners to be able to find that very easily. Mindy, thank you so much for your expertise. Thank you for the work that you contribute to make homeschooling you know, better for all who are involved. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I love this time together. Thank you guys. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Homeschool Your Way, a podcast by Bookshark. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening now so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you have questions you'd like the hosts to answer or have any feedback about the podcast, please visit bookshark.com podcast to leave your comments. Or you can simply email podcast at bookshark.com.